What's going on, everybody? This is Patriot Underground here. Now, before we get started tonight with the show, I want to say a few words on behalf of the company that I have partnered with to help folks protect their financial resources as we enter into the eye of the storm. Now, I don't think I need to remind everybody that this financial crash has been predicted for years, and now we are seeing everything unfold exactly the way the real financial advisors, the real professionals and experts out there have been telling us that it was going to. We have a brief window of opportunity here, folks, and I highly recommend that everybody get on board. We just saw Silicon Valley Bank go down last month, and just yesterday, First Republic was the second largest bank collapse in U.S. history. And let me tell you something, folks, we're not done. We're not even close to being done. This is a consolidation move. The big banks are eating up the little banks. They're preparing to roll out their central bank digital currency. The entire system is going to collapse. Oh, and by the way, dozens of regional bank stocks plummeted today as this banking crisis continues to gain momentum. All of them were down between 10 and close to 40% just today. So I urge everybody out there to seize this opportunity. Don't wait until it's too late. Protect your financial resources, roll over your 401k and your IRAs into precious metal backed, into gold backed currency. That is the wave of the future, folks. We know that this is a sound investment. It's been proven over and over and over again. And I can guarantee you that when the market crashes, gold and silver are going to skyrocket in price. Now, I am not a financial expert, as you know, but I have had financial experts on my show who have said exactly that. And I'm sure you've heard many other trusted sources out there warning folks of what's to come. Now is the time. Don't wait. Seize this opportunity, folks. Click the link in the description. And I guarantee you, folks, this will be the best financial decision that you've ever made. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. God bless and Godspeed. Enjoy the show. Patriot out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is May 15th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So tonight I've got the honor of welcoming back the one and only Dr. Jim Willie, who is the editor of golden-jackass.com. And as the audience knows, he is one of the very best financial forecasters in the world. And not only that, he has a wealth of knowledge on the geopolitical realignment that's taking place, a lot of these things we're going to talk about tonight. But Jim is always ahead of the curve with the very latest intel and analysis about this ongoing spiritual war against evil, a war that has very much been brought to his front door. He was targeted by the deep state. He's taken very heavy financial losses. So I just want to emphasize up front tonight how vitally important it is that we all continue to support Jim in his efforts to get the truth out there for all of us. And the best way that we can do that is to check out golden-jackass.com. There's going to be a link in the description. And you can sign up for the world-famous hat trick letter. You can also schedule a private consultation with Jim one-on-one where you can get the best financial advice you're going to find by an individual who truly is in the know in terms of what we can anticipate is going to unfold in the weeks, months, and years ahead. And I have to say that Jim and I have developed a great rapport Great working relationship. It's truly an honor, Jim, to have you on my show as a regular guest. Just want to throw that out there. So, Dr. Jim Willie, 
I know you have some new information to share with us. We were kind of communicating off the air. So I'm very curious to hear what you have to say tonight, as always. And I'm sure the audience is looking forward to this one. Every time I have you on, within a couple of days, people are already asking, when's Jim coming back? So he's back, folks. Welcome back to the show, Jim. Thank you for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure to be back. Um, these are such strange times. Um, I got to admit that occasionally I'm disoriented. I, I get the day of the week wrong. I have to check my cell phone, you know, hit the top and you know, drag your finger down. Oh, it's Wednesday. Gee, I thought it was Friday. Um, I, very disorienting. This is a surreal experience. There's something going on with the, uh, the frequencies. There's something going on. But, you know, I got, I got a bunch of, of new information, and um, it, it, it's kind of exciting. Um, I think we're being deceived in a lot of ways uh, by the mainstream media. Uh, it, it's difficult to sort out everything. Uh, I noticed, I, I got to make a preliminary comment. To those people who don't understand um, the deep, dark occult forces, you just don't know what's going on. This is a very powerful global war going on. This is good versus evil. This is liberty versus fascism. This is really not East versus West anymore. It's liberty versus fascism. There are a lot of powerful forces that have been unleashed in the last few years. And uh, I'm on the receiving end of some. And for those who don't comprehend it, you're missing out on something that's very important, a vital factor in this global war. Um, Absolutely. The mainstream media will... Gosh, I, I got to say this, and I struggle for how. It's in a transition. Uh, slowly, the mainstream press is converting toward the truth. And it's partly from having vice presidents captured. It's partly from having their marketing revenue ruined. I mean, CNN is down like 85% in viewing audience. How do you survive on that? without having compensated income from, from narcos via the, the mockingbird microphone. In well, that's why they had Trump on for a, for a town hall. need <laughs> the ratings, right? Yeah, you know, I saw it, and, and I thought Caitlin was an asshole. Am I allowed <laughs> yeah. to say that? Oh, uh, yeah. Harlot, asshole, rude, ornery. But, you know... I've got some clients who are really smart and we put our heads together and sometimes we don't always agree. And, and there are a couple opinions out there that that Caitlin was acting the role that they wanted a nice feisty little interchange with some, oh, I could you know, see some, mm -hmm. with some, you know, piss and vinegar. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I love that. I love <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, um, they did have a, it was a Trump supporter who took over CNN or the parent company. Right. It was uh, Discovery Plus. I can't I can never remember the gentleman's name, but this guy basically is a Trump supporter who owns CNN or owns their parent company. So yeah, was, well, 
Something well, it's there. fine to own it, but you still got vice presidents who are running it. Um, and, and you've got to convert them or fire them, replace them or whatever. Okay, the, the CNN town hall in New Hampshire uh, was perhaps a staged event of conflict. <laughs> it was somewhat fabricated and exaggerated. Okay, fine. But the CNN point that was made by Caitlin, while obnoxious, was that, oh, do you want the Ukrainians to lose the war? Um, did, what, what about all the confidential papers that you, you stole? Okay, just really lame arguments that shows that Caitlin, whether she's playing an act or not, is a very shallow person intellectually. Very oh. shallow. Okay. Um, I think we're going to see the uh, the revelation eventually that Tucker Carlson was a uh, a torpedo. Um, why? Okay, here's just a basic question, Patriot Pat. Whatever. Um, why did Tucker Carlson decide in the last two months that he was going to start being more bold, more? illuminating more forthright more precise more incisive cutting why starting around you know the end of march was tucker more bold well I, i'm of was, the view that he actually knew this was coming well yeah but even without getting more bold in april it was coming I think he did. I think he knew that he was going to be that. I, first of all, I think Tucker is read in. I think he's part of the plan. I think this is all in some yes. ways, another, another scene in the movie, but I'm not really sure what you're, it seems like you're hinting on something about the timing. I, I'm, I'm of the belief that Tucker provoked his firing with permission from the White Hats at Command Central, wherever that is, I'm told Cheyenne Mountain, Colorado, he provoked it with some kind of, of an understanding of the timing sequence. That's what I believe. Okay. That's what I believe. Well, um, certainly he was doing, uh, I mean, there was the J6 stuff that got released on his show, obviously. But then when he started to do the stuff on Epstein and then he attacked big pharma. That's like the cardinal sin. You can't do Epstein, can't big commit, pharma, right? the election, Ukraine, he hit on every hot button. There was, it, it's like, right, he didn't right. miss, he didn't miss any hot buttons. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think he provoked his firing and, and has caused actually quite an interesting contract, uh, conflict, a, a con, a contract issue. Um, pardon me. Uh, give me a second here. No, that's fine. I've heard a little bit about this. I mean, so basically, isn't Fox still trying to essentially say that he's on the hook, that they're they're going to try to negotiate some sort of a settlement with him so that he can't branch out on his own? Um, Maybe that's an oversimplification, but I, I haven't seen the latest on you know, what's going on with that. But I do believe that 
I saw something along those lines that they're trying to turn it into a contract dispute. And then there's the yeah, question of Rupert Murdoch I mean, as well. It's kind of central to the whole thing, but go ahead. Okay. Um, this is very, very complex. Pardon my interruption. I, I'm going through a number of personal issues that are very demanding of my time and very distracting. Um, no, no worries. Go ahead. <clears throat> the, uh, the contract issue with Trump is very complex. The, tr the contract issue with, uh, with Tucker Carlson is complex. I, I think there are obstacles for Tucker Carlson to be hired anywhere. Anywhere. Right, because of the contract, right? Yes. Um, and therefore, he might be in a big dispute with respect to any network. And therefore, he cannot work with any network. And therefore, he's going to promote like a social media platform, like a Substack. That's not social. That, that's not a, an MSM. Mm -hmm. I've actually heard that he's going to be working with Musk too. That somehow he's going to be a that, part of that. That could be. That could be. Um, and that's actually I want. I was going to ask you about him later in the show, but uh, he's certainly playing a central role. It seems to me with rolling out this whatever it is that's going to ultimately replace the mainstream media, and that's kind of a big question: is are they going to? I mean, are these networks going to go away at the end of the day? Are we going to see CNN dissolve and MSNBC and all of these, uh, you know, these propaganda networks? Are they going to be flipped or are they just going to go away? Are we going to have new networks that emerge? And it seems to I, me I like Elon Musk is playing a central role there in kind of rebuilding the infrastructure. Well, it could be. But remember something regarding Musk and 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 Tesla. They control the Starlink network satellite systems. Okay, and, mm -hmm. and that yeah. is key to the MSM networks. That is also key toward drone control in the Ukraine war. Mm -hmm. And I think only about six months ago did the Starlink network get under control by Tesla. Okay. This is very important. These are like ducks being lined up, and mm -hmm. and, and you, you gotta you gotta know what the pieces are on the chessboard. Um, the MSM cannot be converted to truth and and liberty reporting without the control of the tr Starlink network satellites, and Tesla has control of that. Mm -hmm. And he has with Musk for months. And I do not believe the current Musk is the original Musk. I do not believe that. I not agree. a chance. Not a chance. Too many examples of seeing him with a mask and it's coming off on his neck, etc. cetera. Um, somebody's playing Musk, doing a pretty good job. You can tell who they are by their actions. You can tell a person's affection by the actions of their love or et cetera. Um, I think Musk is going to open a door 
toward something. It could be a, the, the truth network with with Trump. It could be something else. Um, this is very complex, and I apologize for being distracted. Uh, I, I'm continuing to be distracted by local people who are very rude and do not respect my request for leaving me alone during this hour. That's okay, Jim. They will pay That's, for it. No worries. It's not okay with me. <clears throat> I got you. Something got is you. going on. Tucker Carlson got an offer from America One Network. He got an offer from Newsmax. Then the contract issue came up as an obstacle. Then he's thinking about a Substack competitor with tr Twitter. This could be a plan to expand Twitter to become a gigantic platform. I don't know. We haven't seen how this plays out yet. We're going to see, I think, Fox News getting taken over. I think we're going to see CNN converting. And, and they've got a difficult time, a difficult challenge to do that. They've got a difficult time um, to migrate from being hostile, full of lies propaganda. I, I regard the reporting of, of Ukraine as like 150 degrees off, not 180, mm -hmm. almost completely the opposite. Just complete lies. They've got a long way to turn that dial before they're even at 90 degree mark. And then they work toward the lower angles being toward the truth. That's spoken by a mathematician. Um, oh, I agree. Fox Absolutely. News is going to be taken over. Uh, I heard that there are four parties, persons, groups, and they're making a buyout offer of Fox News. And, you know, we're getting to the point where the events are nothing like what they're described. They're, they're not described as, you know, Fox faltering. It might be that Fox is maybe under an indictment, under a military warrant, an arrest warrant. Mm -hmm. And they got to negotiate their way out. And the only way to do that is to give up the network. We are in a war. We are Could it in be possible unbelievable. That is it right. possible, Jim, that uh, this was part of a bankruptcy? behind the scenes that was uh, maybe caused by one of Trump's executive, his executive order. I think it's one, three, eight, one, eight, or pretty sure that's yeah, the one. That has to... could, could be, but and I don't think... talked about that, I think. And there have been some others as well. Um, I think Dr. Scott Young as well. He and I talked about how behind the scenes, there have actually been bankruptcies that are being negotiated out into the public space right now. Curious what your thoughts are on that. Um. I don't think that Murdoch and News Corp are bankrupt. They might. I, I just don't think so. Um, that would be very for intriguing. Supporting, you know, for supporting basically for treason, not necessarily because they're financially insolvent, but because of the executive orders that allowed the assets to be seized if they were involved in theft of the election. I mean, we certainly know that Trump has been calling out Fox News left and right. He's been basically writing treason or treasonous in all caps. So, you know, yeah, well, just wanted maybe, to add that maybe, caveat to it. 
Yeah, well, you, you could be you could be onto something. Okay, I've been focusing on child trafficking and narcotics and and seizures of assets related to that. Uh, but there there might be another angle of say Fox News or Murdoch uh, involved with direct bribery, uh, e either receiving or 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 giving uh, in order to create the the fraudulent election background environment the support, the propaganda, the constant, constant propaganda. Um, yeah. But I mean, they were instrumental in, in the theft of the election. They were. And so was Zuckerberg at Facebook. And we haven't seen oh, much yeah. come of that. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts here. And I don't want to get caught up entirely with, with this news media. If we could move on. Um, oh, yeah. All right. Absolutely. I, I, I just got to. Uh... I got to. No, I, I just got to sum it up we're going to see some major news networks taken over acquired and changed big transition the ones that are not acquired are going to be slowly moving toward the truth and they cannot make an immediate move toward the truth and cnn might have done that town hall meeting in order to get a bigger audience create a hubbub amplify the con conflict and maybe that caitlin will be fired I don't know. Maybe she's did an act. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We're just unwashed plebeian swarthy insects for these people. I know it. We're going to find it's out sick. what happens soon enough. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk about uh, Janet Yellen. Let's talk about the debt ceiling a little bit because obviously you're aware of the recent statements that she's made that by June 1st, that the U.S. is going to default on its debt or could if they don't raise the debt ceiling that, you know, they're already starting the, you know, the hostage type situation. The Congressional Budget Office, I think, contradicted and said it might be by the 15th. So big deal two weeks later. Uh, but essentially, they're ringing the alarm bells to prompt Congress to raise the debt ceiling. And now, obviously, there's posturing going on as usual. But do you believe that they're, in fact, going to do that? And if not, What's going to transpire as a result? Does the deep state have any other tricks up their sleeve, any other cards that they can play other than raising the debt ceiling to prop up the system for any significant length of time? I, I don't know. And, and, you know, to some, it's a really important event. To me, it's a big fat yawn. Uh, I remember during the 19 years of this newsletter, there might have been about seven different debt ceiling events. I didn't pay a bit of attention to a damn single one. Not a single one mattered. Not a single one resulted in a default of the U.S. government. And I think this is different. We're in a different environment. And we're very close to a Treasury bond default. So if they want a Treasury bond default to happen, they will make it happen on this issue. If they don't want a Treasury bond default to happen at this moment, they will raise the debt ceiling. And I really don't give a shit. I hope I'm plain. I don't give a shit. This is arguing over something that's really not that big. They're going to fix it. They always do. If they don't, it's because it's part of a plan. I don't think they're ready right now to do a treasury bond default. 
I think it's maybe down the road a few more months. The treasury bond issue is dire. Foreigners are selling treasuries. Usual bond holders and investors are not showing up at the auctions. We're buying our own debt. We're in deep, deep trouble. And we got a debt ceiling. I'm not even sure that Congress convenes. Yet we're talking about a congressional vote. I'm not even sure they're there. Yeah, this is all point. part of the game. I don't know what the game plan is, and I'm let it, I'm going to let it unfold. Social Security is in the balance, but so's war funding for Ukraine, which is really not war funding. It's replenishing the Davos accounts. Very little of the war funding goes to the war or to the people in Ukraine. Their population is down, I think, something like 40 or 60 percent. The country is being vacated. What are they fighting for? Well, I'll tell you what. They're fighting for a territory loaded with child and drug trafficking. That's what. I mean, Americans need to really wake up. We are some of the dumbest sons of bitches on the planet. Ukraine is about trafficking. They needed a failed state to do trafficking. Trafficking of kids, trafficking of drugs, trafficking of human organs, white women, and bioweapons. They needed a failed state to do it. You people need to wake the hell up. The Ukraine war is all about sustaining the income source for the U for the Davos cabal and to try to drain Russia militarily, and it's not working. There's a whole other side that I'd like to get to, uh, Patrick. Sure, sure, it, go ahead. It, it's whenever you try to have a, a war, I, no, I didn't come out right. Whenever you wage a war against Russia and try to make it multi-front, it must include crude oil. Okay. It must include crude oil. And what they've tried to do and failed spectacularly is to have a lower oil price. Now, there's a little twist in there. The Rockefellers want a higher oil price. I think the Rockefellers have been assigned the duty to liquidate the petrodollar derivatives. They need a higher oil price to do that. And I don't know what kind of deal the Rockefellers have made in order to preserve some of their lives or their assets by fulfilling this role. Apart from the Rockefellers, Russia is harmed by lower oil prices. And what they did was a brilliant move in the last couple of months, maybe three months. China, the ally of Russia, and you know, it's a very strange alliance there, but still, I the Eastern so. superpowers are allies. Anyway, China worked a deal with the Saudis where pretty much all the Persian Gulf oil and gas sales now are in Yuan. They're in the Chinese currency. The, the entire Persian Gulf abandoned the dollar as the standard. The petrodollar is gone with Saudi UAE and the rest of the Gulf. The dollar standard is gone for oil sales. It is gone. 
What Jeez. percentage of Americans are even aware of that? Five? We're some of the dumbest people on the planet. You need to sign up for the newsletter, elevate your intelligence level, your information level, and get with it. You've been lied to for years. You don't even know that the petrodollar de facto standard is dead. And as a result, the treasury bond is no longer relevant. Country after country would would collect treasury bonds, finance our debt, and finance our war, our endless war, in order to pay for oil. Well, they don't need that anymore. So our government debt is in trouble. Our treasury bonds are going to default, whether it's with this debt ceiling issue or not, whether it's with the failed auction in June, July, August, and September. I don't know. It's going to happen. It is written. It will happen. The Gulf region, the Arabs and OPEC are now a yuan standard for payments. The Russians made a phone call to China, which made a phone call to the UAE and the Saudis, and suddenly the bond issuance at Credit Suisse in Switzerland is kaput, and they announced their bank failure. The Russians made a phone call to Saudi Arabia with Prince Mohammed bin Salman, and Mohammed bin Salman announced a cut of a million barrels a day in oil. I don't think it was real. I think it was a bluff. But the oil price spiked up and did exactly what the Biden show did not want to see. The mm. Russians are playing chess. The Americans don't even have the ability to identify the pieces on the chessboard. They don't have any idea what's going on. We are now in a war of the U.S. banks versus the European banks. Okay, you know, the debt ceiling is, yeah, it's important, Patrick, but geez louise, on a scale of one to 10, it's like an eight low. Well, I, I mean, I tend to, I agree with you completely. I was just looking at it as, as an indicator that what really does matter behind the scenes, as you're explaining the treasury bonds, this is, you know, a tool that they typically use to try to prop the system up. And I was just curious if you thought that they were going to try that again or not. But I, I definitely see what you're saying, that ultimately it's not the real issue. And I totally agree. Okay, it, it, it is a, an event to watch. And it, it's almost like a consequential event, not a primary event. Let's right. watch the rejection of the dollar internationally. Let's watch the dumping of treasuries internationally. Let's watch the rising U.S. government debt. And everybody else is watching it. I mean, whether they have a debt limit or not, I almost don't care. I almost don't oh, care. Yeah. Okay, you know, we've got such a corrupt and rogue government that they might continue with deficits, cover it with counterfeit money, and move on to tomorrow without dealing with the debt limit. Since when does the law matter with the U.S. Congress? Since never. Since when? I mean, the Congress well, behind Biden. Mm -hmm. Why are we worried about a law 
when they violate a hundred laws in a week. This is insane what is going on. <clears throat> okay. We are in a bind. We are in a situation where our treasury bond is in trouble. It is not honored or needed anymore. What are we going to do? Okay, sure, we need to finance our deficit. Or just do it by breaking the law. Who gives a shit? <clears throat> We're in trouble in a bigger area internationally with dumping the treasury bonds. It is the most gigantic and liquid market of any asset in the world. Crude and that oil treasury is, sorry, go ahead. Crude oil is right with it. I was just going to say, and that the treasury bonds are already being dumped by a lot of these these countries, right? So at what point does yeah. it hit a critical mass? And then what happens after that? I mean, what happens in the US when that when that eventuality finally comes, you know, comes to pass, what's that going to look like? It's going to be a dire situation where the Fed and the Department of Treasury are in an urgent situation where they must soak it up, soak up all the sold treasury bonds and expand the balance sheet like a gigantic bloated tick on a dog's ear. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be issuing dollars that come back to the United States. They're going to be issuing dollar swaps to give Korea yuan, to give Saudis real, to give Europeans euros, to give Australians Aussie dollars. The French are dumping treasury bonds in a big way, not like the Japanese. The Japanese are dumping and, and I think they're getting yen and they're buying gold. And they're, they're earning some assassinations in the process of middle-level figures whose names we don't know. So we don't care. Americans don't know anything about what's going on outside the United States. I would say 5 to 10% do. The rest don't. They, don't know, they couldn't even identify five capitals of foreign countries. Um, <clears throat> Oh, I was reminded of that on Mother's Day. (laughs) Believe me, they don't even, they still think that's the real Biden. I I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm dealing with it too. I mean, the frustration level, I mean, just when I think people are starting to wake up, I have a family event and I'm reminded, you know, how far gone uh, people are. And it's, it's really unbelievable. And, you know, it kind of, you know, I don't want to uh, derail what we're saying, but it, it kind of goes back to what we were saying with the mainstream media. Until they come down, people are going to continue to believe whatever they're told on TV. Well, that that's not entirely true. That the level of credibility of mainstream news has never been lower. It, it's down to something like thirty or forty percent or lower right now. Uh, eight or ten years ago, I had a graph that showed that it, that in the nineties it was like seventy percent. And right around 2010, it dropped to 50%, and it's been dropping ever since. Okay, there are a lot of people who who follow the news and believe it, but there are a lot of other people who don't follow the news because they don't believe it, and they get included in the polls for not believing the news. 
but we know mm. people who do follow the news and our fellow rebels don't follow the news because we know it's full of crap. <clears throat> okay. There was an, an event, I just got to bring it up quickly, in Sudan a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, and uh, a laboratory was, was just overrun, burned down, and I believe that was... I believe it was an event where the bad guys, the bad guys got discovered and the Gates element was discovered and some of the locals decided to take it in their own hands and they burned it down. There's a lot of false news in the press and I don't buy any of the false news. And I believe that the Biden show will try to create a new Ukraine in Sudan, a new war, a new front. And I don't think it'll happen. There's a lot of division in Sudan, some local, just think of them as militias. Uh, they're rival militias. Um, it's a very nasty and volatile, unstable situation. We do not need to export the Ukraine war to Northern Africa. It could happen. I got to make some general comments about Ukraine war. I mentioned how it's a trafficking center. Um, There are several events that I've been focusing on. And I think it is possible when all of them are focused as breaking down with grand change. That could be the end of the Biden show. Here are some events. Ukraine has some sort of a peace accord, and it is only possible by a declaration by Putin and the Russian military. So the Ukraine war ends. That's one. The Swiss banking system collapses with Credit Suisse as the main headline. And I believe that money laundering will become a major issue in that story. So that's the second one. A third one could be Two major banks in the United States enter failure, and the Fed with the Treasury at controls cannot fix it. That's the third event. There could be a simultaneous arrest of four individuals within the Biden show. Yellen at Treasury, Austin at Defense, Blinken at State, and Garland at Justice. If that happens simultaneous within a single week, all four are arrested with news in the alternative press of their arrest and eventual tribunal. I think that would cut the head off the Biden snake. Another element could be a climax of the Biden and family Treason, bribery, and involvement in Ukraine that doesn't really even touch on the sex and child crimes. Okay, that's a really important distinction because I got pretty good word. It matches my instinct that a deal is going to be cut with the Biden clan, whatever the hell that is that they're going to leave them alone on the sex and child 
crimes. And they're going to force them into resigning from their fake White House, resign from their false executive branch leadership, just dissolve the entire Biden show, cancel the television show, dismiss all the actors because of treason. Admitted treason, signed statements of confession for treason with some sort of an understanding within that contract that they would be left alone for, let's just say, 18 to 24 months on child-related crimes. It, not not uh, immunity, but a waiver for a period of time. That's my opinion. That's another element. And another element could be a real zinger. The import supply just gets choked off at every port in the United States. And it results in a panic. What I'm talking about is about six or seven events, Patrick, that could happen. Yeah, it's also the border, too. Oh, yeah. Border, border control, border raids, border war. Um, That's a conflict, big one. Conflict with the Texas Governor Abbott. That could be very big. Uh, maybe he's got something dirty in his filing cabinet. I don't know. Abbott. Had, yeah, a lot of people have said a, that. Uh, it's been a little tough for me to sort out Abbott in Texas, but that's a good I don't know if that makes eight points. But look for the majority of these maybe to come to a head simultaneously. Okay, here's another one. Uh, this is more of a poll nature. <clears throat> it, it's been said now that uh, the approval rating for Biden is sufficiently under 30% that the White Hats feel as though the risk of a civil war is near nil. I think the approval rating of Biden is in the teens. Okay, sure. It's significantly under 30%, but I think it could be under 20%. I'm not sure what they're waiting for. I think it's bank failures. Yeah. There's not well, actually, going to I think... permit. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I agree. I've been thinking more and more that this event that we're waiting for. I agree with you that it's going to be a bunch of events that happen simultaneously. It looks like that's what's happening. I mean, all these different storm clouds forming to converge this one big, you know, massive eyewall. But I've been kind of persuaded in large part by listening to you and others as well. But this is really what we're waiting for. The ticking time bomb, in essence, is an economic one that's really driving the timetable. Because that's <clears throat> really what we've been speculating on all along. You know, when's the MSM going to be taken down? Now, when are the white hats going to make their move on any number of uh, different crimes that they, you know, we've been told for years, they have the evidence. And, you know, so I think a lot of people are starting to wonder. I mean, one one thing that kind of crossed my mind earlier, when we were talking about Elon Musk was, you know, he he just hired that World Economic Forum. I can't remember her name, Linda something or other, Yaccarino or something like that, to be the new CEO. And, you know, so people are scratching their heads here going, wait, you know, what's going on? But I think that I agree that it's really ultimately rooted in this. What we're really waiting for are, are the banks to finally implode. 
Yeah, uh, let me make a quick comment about the Twitter CEO. I, I just got a little suspicion. It's based on nothing. Nothing except that Davos is fracturing. It could be that they got a Davos CEO at Twitter now only because it's a woman. Yeah. Only because she the has White House flipped. doesn't like her, by the way. They came out and said she doesn't know what fake news really means. So if that's any kind of bellwether, I, I, I like that's that. a good sign. I like that. It's a little think of it as a little vein in the wind that points in the right direction. Okay, my gut says that she flipped. And we will mm -hmm. know her loyalty by her actions. Let's watch it. Okay. I think we're going to have three main events occur in the United States with the ports being jammed with no imports coming through or very little, the consumer price index going way up and the, a couple of big banks fail. Uh, there is a lot going on with the banks and I would need two hours to cover it all. But let me just say that U.S. banks are at war with the European banks. We're using higher interest rates to keep the Europeans off balance. That's an amazing statement to make. We're using <clears throat> higher oil prices. Who's we? The White Hats. Okay, you know, the United States is two parties, two groups, not political party, they're two groups. The White Hats, the Black Hats. And the Black Hats have, you know, both political parties mostly under control, the Democrat completely and the Republican partially. Um, I regard the White Hats as, as being almost apolitical. They, they don't have representatives in the Congress. They have military and they have corporate heads and they got a, a legion of American independent citizens who are well-armed. Okay, That's right. there's a war going on between the banks and BlackRock, although it's in the United States, is not part of the U.S. bank faction. They're dependent on money laundering in Ukraine. Okay, these are very bold statements to make. But BlackRock declared bankruptcy privately right about the same time Russia wrecked the money laundering centers in Ukraine. I look at events, I tie things together. I, wow, what? Those are timed together. I wonder if they're related. And then how could they not be related? Because it's big money involved. Nothing with billions is accidental. Nothing with billions is coincidental. We're going to see major events coming to a head. Major factors, major collisions coming to a head. I don't know how the Congress is going to be part of this rollout. <clears throat> Golly, I remember in February, Nancy Drew had a couple of videos in Washington. She's like a, an on the on the ground boots reporter. Oh, yeah. and, and she gave indication 12 busloads of Congress got carted away to an undisclosed location. That story went away, but that memory did not go away. I wonder if the Congress got a talking to 
that's a little, you know, Southern expression. I wonder if they got lectured. Uh I wonder if they got warned by military JAG officers that you must do the following or we're going to cite you for treason. Independent of the Brunson case, which is not going to go away until it is successful. The Brunson case had made a turn. They've accused three justices, Sotomayor, Kagan, and and a a new appointee whose name I cannot remember. Um, They've accused them of bribery and unless that accusation and charges settled in some manner, Brunson is asking the court to recuse those three. And then you got a vote of six at the Supreme Court for the Brunson case. <laughs> what a move, what a maneuver, what a great, great ploy. I tell you, sometimes legal battles are war. And, and you know, I, I've known just a couple in my life, two or three litigants, they, they're called litigants. Uh, they're attorneys who spend a lot of time in the courtroom, you know, arguing in, you know, violent crime cases, uh, arguing in, in bankruptcy cases, arguing in all kinds of different cases that are tough. And uh, one is a client of mine in uh, the Southeast, good guy. If he's listening to this, he knows who I'm talking about for uh, bankruptcy issues. He did very well. And uh, I think about him often because he's a buddy and he had a certain loss recently, <clears throat> loss of a loved one. Um, the litigants, like, like one of my, my good friends here, his father <clears throat> was a litigant, um, you know, just a trial lawyer. Those are tough, tough folk, men and women, tough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my, my sister once in a while says, Jim, I had a tough month. I was in court like six or eight days, and I'm kind of worn down. So, well, hang in there, sis. You know, it's, it's amazing. My relationship with my sister has changed somewhat because she's given up hope on the country. Isn't that amazing? Total role reversal. I'm the one a lot of who people used to have. criticize. It's unfortunate. Well, it's actually a good sign. They're going to welcome the change. They're not going to stay well, in the true. way. Yeah. They're not going to pick up fire sticks. I love that phrase. The the old American tribal frontier warriors called them fire sticks and long knives, <clears throat> swords and rifles, long knives, fire sticks. Um, it's going to get dangerous. It's going to get hairy. And I'm not certain I'm going to survive. I'm really not certain I'm going to survive. Not at all. I don't have a big war chest. I don't have a big food supply. I'm supporting too many people. They're all in trouble. They're all hurting. And uh, they look to me for help. And I have a hard time turning them down. Um, I believe it is a noble Christian gesture to think of others first and uh, take care of myself last with the Christian hand. Some people think that's crazy. 
it's 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 who I am. Um, I tell you, I'm bent out of shape, Patrick. Like I cannot describe. Uh, I, I struggle to get all my work done, but it's therapy. Uh, I've got a lot to do. Uh, the consult calls are numerous. I love them. Um, many many of them are a two way street, which where they show me some things, uh, share information, valuable information, boots on the ground. Um, I am extremely concerned with the treasury bond. Um, it is tied with the debt limit. Okay. I, I don't mean to, I know I got a little feisty there, Patrick, just bear with me because. <clears throat> oh, it's all right. But when the debt limit is extended, there'll be compromises because the Democrats will want what they want and they'll take a majority of what they want rather than nothing of what they want. Therefore they will work a deal. But when the debt yep. get limit gets raised, we're going to have a, a lot, a lot of problems that don't get solved even with more money thrown at it because we're dealing with a Weimar climax. Foreigners are going to actually see the debt limit increased. They're going to see the extra spending. They're going to hear about more criminal activity by the Biden show actors. <clears throat> and they're going to lose even more faith in the treasuries. With a bigger deficit, we've got to finance more treasury bonds. We're going to have trouble financing treasury bonds. And there's a new wrinkle to this. The primary bond dealers sign a contract. It's like Wall Street plus 10, plus seven other banks. They agree under contract to buy all the treasuries that are not sold at the auctions. The bond dealers are going to croak. They're going to die on the vine from buying by contractual obligation. The treasuries, they're going to have to instantly turn around and sell them to the Fed. I don't know if the Fed will allow it. Maybe they will. Maybe it's a 30-day wait. Maybe it's a 90-day wait. The primary bond dealers are going to be in trouble big time. <clears throat> we have to deal with our allies who are dumping treasury bonds. At the same time, the other nations who are not our allies, some of them are on the fence, some of them are enemy states. I, I just heard a new phrase Got to give credit to Luongo for that. He called it the RIC BRICS. It's B-R-I-I-C-S-S. Double I for Iran and India. Double S for South Africa and Saudi Arabia. The RIC, Russia, Iran, China, or RCI, Russia, China, Iran. The RCI bricks with a double I, double S. This is what we're having to deal with. Someone asked me in a consult called, Jim, how many nations are there signed up with the bricks now? And I said, well, gosh, I think three years ago it was 110. Now I think it's probably over 200. But they're, they're different classifications. It's bricks member, member formally, bricks member for, you know, in the audience. You know, sharing information. Okay. I look at, look at it as a giant union 
where you walk in the door to share, to share contracts, to share information, to share strategy, to share people and cultural exchange, to share diplomatic relations. And that room is gigantic now. There's going to be a time where the United States, Canada, England, and Belgium are the only nations not in the BRICS union. And we're going to have to start calling it the global trade union. Yeah, pretty much. Are, I mean, it's 85 plus percent, right? It's 85 percent of the global population and it's approaching 80 percent of the global GDP. That's the size of the global economy. Yeah, that's. And I said years <laughs> ago, I got to repeat this. Uh, yeah, critical mass is the word. I said this five years ago, three years ago. When they develop more than two-thirds, like 70%, they will then have critical mass where they can make the rules and live with other nations being outsiders because the outsiders will be the minority. Now, so in essence, basically what you're saying here is that the tricks that the Fed and the bond dealers and all the banks typically try to run – aren't going to work because of the foreign pressure, because the foreign countries are dumping treasury bonds. And once that hits a critical point, nothing they do can stop the collapse. As that's an well, oversimplification, okay. but for a layman, is that more yeah, or less? That, that, that's true. But let me emphasize something <clears throat> that you said, but let me continue it. You said when they make rules, it won't matter because there aren't many other countries in the room. They'll make rules. Okay, imagine you've got uh, a cabin in the woods, and it used to have like twenty different guys and, and some some girls, uh, kids, you know, and, and they they had rules, and then they had a big fight, and then suddenly there aren't twenty people showing up the cabin. There are only three, and there are three of the biggest assholes and jerks <laughs> of the twenty, and they make new rules. It doesn't matter. Nobody's coming. Nobody's right. there. That's they right. don't have a quorum. They don't have critical mass. The United States is going to make rules that nobody will care about. Okay. Let me make a quick comment about England. England has risen up against the health mandates. They were the first nation to see their pensions overrun. And I've noticed at the same time, the British banks are not in the news. Can you remember the last story in the news of a British bank? No, I can't. Okay, it's been like it. three or four years. Okay, I believe the British banks have been captured by the White Hats. And that is not possible without controlling the British royal asset base. In the city of London, or is, that, or is that separate entity? I... I, I I'm not sure how to answer that question because the British press have been outing the bankers and the royals for their pedophilia. And that is not just London Center. That's London. Right. There was a who gives a shit attitude regarding the coronation. I have some people still believing that King Charles <clears throat> pulled it off with the new coronation, but my gut and some of my information says that King Charles is working for the White Hats. I think the British royal asset base of 15 trillion was captured. That's a very big statement to make. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for evidence one way or the other to prove 
or disprove. <clears throat> okay, enough of the London bankers. I, I much prefer focusing on the Swiss bankers because they've been out of the news now for about a month. It was sometime in late March or early April, I think, that the parliament in Switzerland turned down a $20 billion uh, slush fund for managing the UBS Credit Suisse merger. And I celebrated that. Great news. Let them die. Because when Credit Suisse dies, they're going to have to cover their gold shorts and they're going to have to sell off their dollar stocks with all the narco money that they were handed. <clears throat> we had a phenomenon, Patrick, where between 2015 and 2018 or 19, a tremendous amount of money was shoveled through Switzerland, narco money, and it found its way into the Fangmat stocks. Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Tesla. Why on earth was Tesla valued more than the big three U.S. automakers? Why on earth did we see Apple go to $2 trillion in market cap? That's a long, long way down when they lose their Chinese manufacturing completely. They've already lost a good deal of that. They've already lost a lot of engineers. Okay, Switzerland is going to be a big focal point because they are responsible for taking the gold price from 1900 down to 13 and 1400. They did it with buy dollar stocks, dollar and stocks, and sell gold with the help of narco money and dollar swaps. It has to be unwound unless and until Credit Suisse enters a deeper, more powerful, obvious, active failure. We're not going to see the gold price rise. Switzerland alone can drive it up to 25 to 2700. If that happens, we're going to see $50 silver. We'll see a 50 to 1 ratio instead of a 90 to 1 ratio. Maybe a 60 to 1 ratio. But golly, it's not going to stop at 50 for silver. <clears throat> we are in extraordinary times, Patrick. I'm watching, I'm, watching the, uh, I'm watching the debt limit discussion and conflict. Sure, I'm watching it. But I'm watching it with amusement, not worry, not dread. It's when are they going to extend it? When are the Democrats going to cave in? When are they going to take 90% of what they want rather than 0%? It's just a matter of time. Oh, I agree. I, I've, yeah. I, I've I think they're going to, they're definitely going to do it again. I mean, to me, it's just, it would be more shock. It would be totally shocking if they didn't. Because, like you said, it would trigger the bond issue to come to the fore. So. Doesn't seem to issue, me like they have much of a choice. The bond issue is going to come to the fore in New York and Washington or in foreign lands with their central banks. One or the other. We're going to see the debt limit cause a trigger and a fire, or we're going to see Project Sandman with hundreds of billions of treasury bonds sold by foreign countries triggering the fire mm -hmm. okay the u.s government debt is securitized with treasury bonds they take the deficit they create a security and they sell it to the market nobody's buying almost nobody is buying 
In fact, I think Japan might have some kind of an agreement to buy it and instantly get credit for it so that the news states that they bought it. But the next day, they don't own it. That kind of nonsensical news. And they're converting to gold. Okay. An extraordinarily dangerous situation where the global reserve currency is soon to enter a default. And I think it's already happened. I think they're managing a 10-step default process, and it's part of the continuity of government interwoven. And that's a complex issue. I can't get into it too much. Continuity of government involves, you know, eradicating the old, and you eradicate the old by defaulting on the debt. <clears throat> um, so the default I on the think, debt is a huge marker we're talking about here. Yes, it is. But I think the White Hats are going to do their dead level best to have a seamless transition whereby the U.S. <clears throat> dollar is not entirely ignored and devalued. I mean, driven to zero. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's going to be a transition. Um, the fate of the dollar rests in the resignation of the Biden show. Absolutely. I mean, they're not going to roll this out until Biden's out of the picture. I mean, that's another aspect and, of this puzzle. And, and notice the Comer, the, the Comer congressional <clears throat> presentation this oh, week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And last week, um, this is unprecedented documentation of treason. I mean, I, I saw listed 10 family members of Biden. I, I think two of them are not among the living anymore. So we're going to have to deal with that reality. Does that include Joe? <laughs> I, I don't really think Joe's around. Uh, yeah, may maybe he is. I don't know. I think he, if he is around, he's a shriveled human being down to like 90 pounds and desperate for his next shot <clears throat> of you know what, or maybe you don't know what. <clears throat> I'm not talking narcotics. Um, I think we're going to have a good outcome, a seamless transition with a lot of rough edges, with a lot of sinkholes, with a lot of dead zones. And we're going to look at the landscape two or three years from now and say, what a devastating experience this was, but we saved the Republic. Absolutely. Amen to that. Well, let me ask you this, Jim. Do you think that when this is all said and done, we're going to be looking at the same economic system that we have only on a new proper foundation, or do you prescribe to the idea that we're going to have a new system? I mean, you've heard, I'm sure about the quantum financial system and that uh, conversation, I don't believe is one that you and I have ever had. I'm just curious, do you think that the system is just going to be essentially replaced on a new foundation, or do you think we're going to be looking at a, a drastically different system than the one we have now? I'm not focused on just the financial system. I'm focusing on the economy. I'm focusing on bank systems, peer-to-peer -peer payments. I would love to be able to uh, send to my sister 
$150 and have it received within 20 seconds with a certain shared code. I would like to receive aid from a client that doesn't pass through the Fed and doesn't pass through a payment processor. I think we're going to see a lot of new businesses. I think we're going to see a rallying cry and a business creation campaign where we might have a goal to create 10,000 new businesses every single month in the United States, a lot of shared technology to aid that along. I think we're going to see new industry in the United States to reverse the outsourcing that crippled our nation. That was a Rockefeller plan, by the way. Yep. Outsource our industry, devastate our income, cause crisis after crisis, and, and build up the wealth of China in order to buy our nation and bribe it silly. Okay, that has to be reversed. We might, we might have an act of war soon <clears throat> where the Chinese treasury bonds are declared null. But that won't really work because they'll do dollar swaps. They'll do third-party sales. They'll, they'll get Arabs to redeem their treasury. This is a complex world. I think we're going to see some element of the quantum financial system. I saw evidence, Patrick, back on the first day of February. There were a number of disruptions at ATMs. And then I noticed a transfer of $1,000 was done from a Northeast US state Saturday at noon. And I was told to expect the funds in my bank by Thursday. And the funds were there before the banks opened on Monday. I'm talking about a weekend delivery. That never happened with the old wow. SWIFT system. Mm -hmm. Then it happened again with the European transfer of a little larger sum. And the guy told me on his end, Jim, it's like 8 p.m. here. You probably won't get it for a couple of days. No, I got it the next morning before the banks opened. Wow. So they're doing overnight, I think, QFS transfers. Mm. That's my opinion. Now, I don't know about all the other wonderful elements of quantum financial system. Right, right. Um, there, there's some snags that I see. I don't want to get into a long discussion, but having a unified <clears throat> conforming system with all the different banking architectures and software systems, that's just knucklehead poppycock silliness. That, yeah. that doesn't happen. They, they'll have to scrap their systems and adopt a new one and hire a number of <clears throat> IT professionals to do the transition. And we haven't heard of a tremendous global or Western information technology uh, advisor and consultant and expert analyst. We haven't heard any shortage at all. So that's not happening. I look right. for confirmation. Well, maybe it's happening. Well, where's the shortage of IT professionals? I know a couple are out of work. Uh-oh, argument thrown out the window. Didn't have confirmation. <clears throat> okay. But we are looking are we at a golden a, a gold back system, right? That's gonna be Yeah, we're gonna get to the actual dollar okay. system, financial sure. system. <clears throat> we, we have to have a, a a gold and 
I don't think it's going to be gold and silver. I think it's going to be gold-backed financial system and silver-backed technology system. It's going to okay. be a new technology system and the, the, the rules and structure for which I don't have all figured out. I, I don't. I don't. The financial system is going to be gold-backed, and for a number of nations, it'll be gold and asset-backed. <clears throat> In the United States, we are going to be dragged, kicking and screaming, into the BRICS fold, and I don't know how bumpy that road will be. It That's depends right. on whether the Biden show is out of the picture. Yeah, we're going to have to fight a war to get there, or do the White Hats have a different strategy? And that, you know, that's another one of my big questions, and I'm sure a lot of us are wondering is what's going to go, what's going to happen when, and if I should say, because we don't really know, but it certainly appears as if China is going to make a move on Taiwan eventually, and what happens if we get drawn into a war with China? And that's, you know, that's really I think the I, question. I don't. Okay, a lot of people are wondering about that. I, I don't think we're going to have either a civil war or a war with China. Are you, let, let people worry about it. You want to worry about that? Go ahead. I'm not going to worry about that. I don't think it'll happen. Um, we are instead having focal point wars. A focal point war in Ukraine. I don't think it's going to spread. There are events inside the Russian border. I realize that. There are events inside the Poland border. I realize that. I don't think it's going to be a spread war. I don't think we're going to have a new front with a war in Africa based in Sudan. I don't think we're going to have a new war in Taiwan. That could okay. be. If, if there is another focal point war, it'll be Taiwan, but I don't think so. There's too much to lose. They've got a 70, 75% market share on chip production globally. We can't shut down the global economy just because of Taiwan and a dispute although it's going to be an important dispute. And I believe the dispute is going to involve bioweapon labs that are funded by the United States and China. I don't think we're going to have a big war elsewhere. I think the Ukraine war is the last war. Okay. That's my opinion. So you're thinking, well, you know, you're not the only one who said that. I mean, I asked Ben Fulford about it. He said that it's going to be a, really, it's going to be a peaceful reunification between uh, China and Taiwan and this, really all just amounts to a distraction in, in essence. Well, it's a big distraction, but there's some very real issues. Half of the Chinese central bank gold or royal gold or government gold or whatever you want to call it, not the Chinese elders. The government, the official, the central bank gold, half of it was moved with Chiang Kai-shek to Taiwan. So it's in Taipei. They haven't resolved that. It's okay. not a lot. It's not a huge sum of gold. And it's not a small sum of gold, but it's all in Taiwan and China wants it back. But really, China, China needs to make peace with their elders and integrate them. Uh, I'm going to have to close this. Um, I'm running out of voice. I'm running out of time. <clears throat> I'm, uh, of I'm really pulled in many directions. I meet I need people to support my hat trick letter, my golden jackass website. That's where you find it. Support me with a, a newsletter subscription. Uh, give one to your friends. I've got about six or eight that are with friends, uh, you know, gift subscriptions. One guy actually did three gift subscriptions. Nice fellow. And two have been maintained because uh, they continue to use it and read it. Um, I got consult time. 
I'm busy with that every week. Um, I've got a sponsor button for wealthier people who want to support me in a very significant way. Uh, I fall to my knees sometimes when I read a, another big support donation through the sponsor button. That's a four-figure amount. But uh, <clears throat> I'm very busy with the newsletter. I'm working on it all the time. I've got more boots on the ground than I've ever had before. I've got about a dozen colleagues, actually about 14 colleagues. Uh, half of them are involved with digital finance. Half of them are the conventional finance. They're all very smart people. They help me a lot. <clears throat> I've got 20, 30 boots on the ground, people in the United States and Europe who help me with information. I've, this is a network. I'm very grateful for the help I get. I'm very grateful for my colleagues for their shared wisdom. And let me just say, the United States is at a point right now where we have no good options. So we're going to have to do the right thing for the country rather than the right thing for the groups that are at severe conflict. There are no good options. The dollar does not have a future. It has been destroyed by debt, by war, and by fraud. The dollar does not have a future. There might be a seamless transition, which I'm hoping and praying for, so that people's life savings are not zeroed out, so that contract commitments can continue for business purposes, including my own. So I thank you for having me on, Patrick. I, <clears throat> I run out of voice, and, and I appreciate Of course. Of course, Jim. Time. Thank you. Thank you so much, and I really do appreciate your time. I know that you know, you're undergoing an awful lot right now, and like I said in the beginning of the show, it's really incumbent upon us and the Patriot community to, to support one another. And, you know, we know what Jim brings to the table. He brings to the table what nobody else really can. So I, once again, I want to urge everybody check out golden jackass.com and bare minimum sign up for the hat trick letter, but get yourself a consult, get your questions answered by somebody who's really in the know, Dr. Jim Willie. So God bless you, Jim. Thank you so much for joining us again. And thank you everybody for listening. I'll be back soon. God bless. Godspeed. Patriot out.